Welcome to Marvelous Thoughts. I'm Erica. I'm Liz. I'm um, Carrie. I'm Kate. And today we're going to be talking about just a brief recap of the World Cup that is going on right now in France. The group stage has completed, so each team has played three games now, and we have narrowed the field to 16 teams who will now play for um, an, in a knockout bracket. So they have to win now, so they'll play. Yeah, and the next couple weeks will be the knockout round. So first, let's talk about the U.S. women. They pretty much dominated. So they won by 13 goals in the first game, and they won by three goals in the second game and two goals today. So they played Thailand first, and they were a debutante, so this was their first World Cup, which is an amazing achievement to start with. Then we played Chile second, and that was a tighter game, obviously, just reflected in the scoreline. And then today was against Sweden, our rivals in soccer. And for people who do pay attention to women's soccer, they or Sweden knocked the U.S. out of the last Olympics, and so it was nice to get a little bit of revenge today. Yay! Even if it didn't count, like it didn't knock them out, it still felt great. Yeah. Any thoughts, Carrie? You watched the game today, I'm assuming. Kate, yeah, did you watch it? I was able to watch it with Liz actually, so that was a lot of fun to be able to experience that together. I called the score. The very beginning. So. Well, what was how fast was the first goal? It was what three minutes in. Yeah. I say today, I felt fairly knowledgeable about what was going on, which <laughs> I told Carrie. I'm not sure if that's because I actually know what's going on or just listening to the announcers throughout this whole three rounds of group play. I'm just repeating what they have said multiple times. <laughs> You know what? That's okay. I sound like a soccer expert at my place of work, <laughs> just based on this podcast. So you are spreading your knowledge to the world. Yes. There you go. Um, I thought the U.S. looked pretty dominant. Um, they didn't win by a whole lot today, but they controlled the ball a lot, and I think that's a good sign because some of the other favorites, um, like France and... Germany had some games where they struggled. Germany played really well in their last game, which they're in the other side of the bra- bracket, so that's great. But France is on our side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. That would probably be the biggest threat to the U.S. Uh, they did look much shakier in their last game as compared to their first two games. Mm-hmm. And they only won on a retaken penalty, that was causing quite the, the stir as far as, I mean, technically the ruling was correct why they had to retake it because the goalie was off the line before the ball was kicked. But the ball went wide. It's not as if she saved um, saved the PK by being off her line. It, it just went wide left of the goal. Mm-hmm. They came back and they retook it, and France completed the PK and kind of crushed Nigeria's dreams a little bit because um, they were holding mm-hmm. holding strong in that game right up until that point, which was a bummer to see. 
Yeah, Nigeria did make it in, um, which was great, though. They're playing Germany. Um, the U.S. faces Spain, and Spain has had trouble finishing the shots that they create. So that's hopefully a good sign for the U.S. And France faces Brazil. And I think that Brazil, like, they, yeah, France could be taken down. Like, but then the U.S. could, like, Brazil's, like. Brazil has caused problems for the U.S. in the past, too. So if they are able to knock off France, that's still going to be quite the test for us. Yeah. And they'll, they'll be riding high, knocking mm-hmm. out the host country. So yeah. I, I would say the U.S. got on the tougher side of the bracket. On the other side, you have some um, pretty traditional powerhouses in, you, or in women's soccer. Germany, Japan. Um, Canada's over there. Canada. They're a very defensively sound team. It's not in t- like super exciting soccer to watch when Canada plays, but what they do, they do extremely well, and they keep themselves in games and give them give themselves a chance against more uh, offensively powerful teams. So that could be interesting matchups there too. The defense is kind of the U.S. team's weakness right now. Did you mm-hmm. take any note of anything in particular when they were playing these teams? It was hard to take anything away from those as as far as, I don't know, good signs as with the defense just because they're not great offensive powers that they were facing. The U.S., I don't know if it's lucky or, or non-lucky that we ended up in probably the weakest group other than, you know, Sweden's always a very good team. But I think today they the defense really stepped up. There was a few shaky moments. Wasn't quite sure of the communication back line, but they really um, picked it up, I thought, in the second half. And Nair had some good, good reads, some good adjustments and saves was tested a lot more than she had been in the first couple of games. And so I think the U.S. was very fortunate to have their toughest game as the last game in group play. I mean, they already knew they were through to the round of 16, and now it was just, okay, we need to focus in and prepare and use this tougher opponent to just ramp right up into the round uh, 16. Yeah. It, see, I think the defense was like it's good, like, and but it just hasn't been tested, and so that's why there was all these questions. Like, people didn't know how they would respond because this is the first big tournament the goalie has been in as the starter. She's played, she's been backup goalie for um, a very, very good goalkeeper before this, so it was good for her to be tested. I had a feeling they were going to be better than everybody. They just, everybody had question marks about them. And that's, but that didn't mean that they weren't good. Uh, Carrie, did you see anything today? One of the things that I just kept noticing, and Liz already kind of brought it up, was just, I felt like they passed back to Nair in situations that weren't always comfortable mm-hmm. with, I mean, Sweden was putting a lot of pressure on Nair and the defense. Like they were, anytime. <clears throat> Anytime they would pass back to Nair, there was always an offensive player that was crashing towards her. And so it just felt like there was a lot of pressure and it just didn't leave a lot of room for error. Um, And so I think against most other teams, against most other teams, that's probably not going to be a safe bet to do that very often. My heart got beating pretty fast in a couple of those, but she handled the pressure 
better than I was expecting. And while it made made us very nervous, <laughs> we kept looking at each other like, what's going to happen? Obviously, the back line feels comfortable, you know, going back to her in those situations. And it's one of those situ- like good learning experiences, too. You know, if, if that had been a bad decision, I'm sure at halftime they would have told her, hey, let's not do this so much, you know, play forward a little bit more. And it didn't seem like there were quite as many of those in the second half. And I don't know if that was um, as the game went on and Sweden got stretched out a little bit more. If they didn't have to depend on moving around the back before they got it up, they could be a little bit more direct and just go straight up the field with it. And that's usually the U.S.'s strength is they can just tire out teams and wear them down over the long term. And then it really starts to spread things out and make it a lot easier to go forward. What's our best path to the finals? We'll have to be Spain. And then we play the winner of France, Brazil. And France is the host country and Brazil's in the top 10. Then on the other side of that, the other four teams in our side of the bracket are Norway and Australia who play each other. And then England and Cameroon, which I'm expecting England to win. England's good. And they played really well. They've been playing really well this tournament. So we would have to face them in the semifinals. So the, the round of four, the game to play into the final um, game. If they if they advanced as um, if and we advance all the way, and then we would face anybody from. I, I have a feeling Germany, but Italy and the Netherlands are like they have some firepower and they've been like they they won a lot. And Brazil beat Italy, right? Yeah, three in one group ended up with six points, which is pretty unusual. So they all beat each other, and then beat the other team in the bracket. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, there's this, it's really strong, and I have I have cautious confidence in the U.S.'s chances. They just look so strong today, especially. Mm-hmm. But they're going to face some some tough tests, and the teams are. There's been a lot of stuff being thrown around in the media. I think that has I don't know if that's spurring any like making the target on their back bigger. Um, but they are. I mean, they're the U.S. is coming on strong. And they had a chance to rest most of their starters yes, uh, last game, so hopefully that pays off and doesn't... A few players got some knocks. Um, one pretty much guaranteed starter was not in the rotation today, but that sounded more precautionary than anything else. And then another one got knocked around a little bit and was subbed out at half, but that could have also been a similar situation. They just didn't want to risk it. Wrap up. Take it away, Erica. Seven-second wrap up. All right, that is our podcast on the World Cup updates. Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye. Bye, guys.